I will take what is mine with and blood. Welcome to the Make Westeros Great Again podcast, the greatest podcast that ever was or will be, the podcast that will mount the world just like Hot Pie, we're survivors. We are here to cover HBO's Game of Thrones, and most importantly, we are here to make Westeros great again. My name is Andrew of House Scaramucci. And my name is Kevin of House Pizza Sauce. Easy. That's an easy one. Good one. We had we had pizza. We had pizza. It was it was good. <laughs> it was good. There's a lot of good pizza sauce. Anyway, uh this we're here today to talk about the second episode entitled Stormborn. No, this is not about Kevin's child, Miles Stormborn. Mm. This is about Daenerys Stormborn. Uh a lot of things. We uh learned how uh eunuchs have intimate relations. How about that? Little Ken doll action. Little Ken doll action. I was did you think they were going to show it? Yeah, I was kind of like kind of hoping they did for some reason. Like, I, you know, I'm just curious. That's all. And really, the only other big thing that came out of this episode is we all have a new favorite character, and his name is Euron Greyjoy. How awesome is Euron Greyjoy? I know people hate Euron Greyjoy. I love Euron Greyjoy. At least right now, he's probably going to do something that we like despise pretty soon, I'm pretty sure. But at least like right now, you got to admit, Euron is pretty awesome. He is. I mean, his, when he came down off of the little, there's probably a word for That was for awesome. It. When, when he, the little clamp thing that gets you go to go from one ship to the other ship, and he's like just screaming, he's laughing. Like, <laughs> how do you have a better television character on the show? We, we haven't got a whole lot of Tyrion. We haven't got a whole lot of, you know, some of these other guys that we like. Dario's gone. Eh, we didn't really like Dario. But, yeah. you know, you know, fun guys, uh, Braun. Hasn't been seen this season. Euron is our dude. Euron's a good mix of like badass and also funny. Like Braun is kind of was kind of that, but Braun's been missing, man. We don't know what Braun's up to. So like Euron's my new Braun. Sorry. And Braun's not, not a sorry. player. Braun's not a player. Like Braun's just a helper. Euron's a yeah. player. He's a player in the game. He's playing the game hard. He's playing Absolutely. the game. He's playing the game very hard, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Uh, let's get into the episode a little bit, Kevin. Uh, I want to talk about a couple things. In this episode, we're going to talk about some uh, Westerosi baked goods. Mm. You excited about that? I'm very excited about that. We because uh, there's we like Game of Thrones, but probably more than Game of Thrones is we like food. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about Westerosi baked goods. Uh, that's probably in honor of our buddy Hot Pie. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Hot Pie makes a triumphant return looking good andrew he is doing fine at the end there you know what he's and gonna come out on top of this whole show whole show it's gonna be him survivor. and that's it he's, he's just gonna be him sitting there making wolf bread close and close show the credits run it right and, and you know what is even if he doesn't have anybody to make wolf bread for it's the craft that, and he'll get to right. enjoy it himself it's the craft it's for well, him. andrew you, ha- you have to brown the butter you like have, you have to brown, people to brown forget the about that they just they don't have time do to do it. it. Yeah, they don't have time to do it. No. Well, Kevin, uh, to move on, we're also going to talk about some power rankings. Mm. We did some power rankings last year, and uh, it was time to update our fighters, you know, best fighter in, in Westeros. And so we put a little call out to some folks on Twitter. This is kind of late in the game. So we, we've got, we got like, uh, you know, a good amount of entries, enough that it took me a while to put it all together. And I think you'll be surprised. I haven't told you what the results were. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not happy with them. 
I'll just tell you. Uh-oh. That. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, I'm interested now. I'm not happy. I, there's a couple spots where I'm like, okay, I get it. I can see where that would be. But there are a couple spots where I am not happy. Is our uh, man Euron even on the list? He's on the list. Okay. Of course. I, I mean, that, that sure. was kind of what spurred this whole conversation. Like where does he like, belong? Where does Euron belong okay. based on like last this. night's performance? Because, you like know, we've this. had these other people. A lot of people have died. And, and you know, we're not going to put, like, Jorah on the list anymore because, you know, Jorah's not going to make it. Right. But uh, so we needed to figure out where it is. And, and I'll just want to tell you. And, and by the way, neither of our votes were counted in this. This okay. is all this is all the people. It's all the public. This is the peeps. Uh, Got it. And then we're also going to close with some wildfire hot takes and the book of brothers and it is known prediction segment. I didn't ask you to make an it is known prediction before this podcast, Kevin. So I'm going to have to come up with one on the fly. All right. I'll figure something out. All right with that. But before we go on, we're going to talk about like we do every episode, the box score and uh, the box score is pretty crazy. Can you guess who had the most kills, Kevin? It's got to be Euron, right? Euron had the most kills, and he had two. He killed two named characters, so like that's also important. So he had eight kills, killed Nymeria, killed Obara, both Sand Snakes. Mm. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about them in a little bit, but probably sorry to see them go. No, 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 no. Just to give you a rundown of the rest of the box score, Theon, five kills. Yara Greyjoy five kills. Tyene Sand, that? you know she was in the in the basement there in the below deck. She got a couple kills down there. She got two. And then I like Tyene. Uh, She's my favorite of the Sand Snakes. I'm so, I'm, so, I'm happy she made it. She's the only one that I sort of tolerated. Really? She's the one you yeah. picked. She's the one I picked. <laughs> She's the one. Okay. She's the one. She's Listen, the one. Me and Bron. Me and Bron together. We we both liked her better than the other the other two. That's it. Okay, I can see that. Can just, see me Bra- just me and Braun, just me and Braun being, you know, <laughs> just being guys being dudes. Yeah, just, just guys being guys. Just, just guys being dudes. Know. Yeah, dudes yeah. being guys. Uh, and then <laughs> Nymeria Sandy also got one with her with her whip, or with yeah, it was her whip. It doesn't Whatever. matter. Whatever. But anyway, both sand snakes went down. So that's your that's your box score for the game. Um, let's go on to the MVP of the episode. And you're on. Criteria. Uh, the criteria could be whatever you want it to be. Could be who did the most to advance their cause. By the way, someone said on a different podcast, advance their like MVP advancing cause, and I'm like, they must listen to the Make it Westeros Great. A little familiar because we're making fun of those podcasts that do that, and they're kind of like adopting that language. So I'm gonna go ahead and just claim because it was a little too close on the language for me to. Uh, believe that it was you know came out of nowhere okay. but anyway it's okay we're telling we're not saying that it has to be the most to advance your cause it can be whatever you want it can be whatever you want just because you want just because and so uh the kevin uh can you give me uh your mvp well i'm gonna go with euron so like um, in the non-euron category because i'm not gonna entertain anybody else like i just won't in the non-euron category because i assume you're euron right uh, team Euron, like by yeah, far. So, like, let's just get past that. Euron is the MVP. He's the MVP. He's the MVP of the season so far. Obviously, the obviously the best character on television at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's just let's just put that aside. I'm gonna right. go ahead and give Grey Worm a honorable mention. I like that. You know, he finally uh, he finally got over his fear. Or maybe uh, Miss Sandy. Maybe Miss Sandy deserves the MVP. You know, that's true. She she's the one that really took one for the team, but then also, you know, took one for the team. So that's good. Uh I uh I you know, you could maybe say Cersei a little bit. She uh you know, she she was the first to kind of strike in this new war 
went out there and, and killed some of her enemies, got some of those sand snakes. Um, you know, she she tried to align some of the houses with her little council there saying you need to go kill the the foreign savages and eunuchs who are trying to come in here and steal our jobs. Uh, so I, I, I did like that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you could say Varys. I kind of liked that little spiel. I, I heard that other people didn't, but I really liked that scene. That actually might have been my my favorite scene of, of talking talk, talking talk time. Uh, maybe Sam. You know, Sam's out there doing some uh, surgeries all of a sudden. Uh, so yeah, there's some other candidates in the non-Euron category. Who's your non-Euron winner of the MVP? I think I convinced myself. I'm going to go with Miss Andy. She had the best episode. Just okay. in terms of, like, personal fulfillment. Okay. Miss Andy. She also was uh, instrumental in her uh, translating. You know, she brought the translation game. So I'll bring that. I'll, I'll, I'll let you have that. Yeah, well... Let's talk about that in our wildfire hot takes. Uh, okay. I think, I think I've got some more to talk about on that. Okay. I'm going to take Cersei. I think Cersei was the, the non-Euron MVP, and they're sort of a line, so it's sort of a cop-out, but I think Cersei had a pretty good episode. But but really, it was Euron's episode. This yeah. Everyone else is just playing it. Everyone else yep. is just like <laughs> playing a role in Euron's world. Uh, welcome to the fold, Euron. Uh, you know, and I've heard some, some reaction. People aren't reacting as strongly to Euron as, as we are. Uh, he's obviously great. And I, I think that... Uh, I don't get it. Yeah. I, 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 I would be... Uh, I'd let him be my captain. Oh, yeah. I mean, we actually talked about this. What other captain would you re- like? Would you want to have? I mean, obviously, there's that whole thing about how he cut out his, everyone's tongues and stuff. But oh, like, yeah. Not, but like that's not necessary. Like you can get why. Like you can understand why he would do something. Understand a thing. why he'd do that. Yeah, right. it was totally justified. But like, who would you? Who would you who would Captain Kirk, Captain mm. Ron. No, I mean Captain like Ron. Captain. No, I mean Captain Sparrow. Like Captain I would take, Crunch. Maybe Captain Crunch. Oh, maybe did think about Crunch. Except that's more like Captain Crunch, without the T. That's it's, okay. That's all right. Derek okay. Jeter. Down. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, very much no. Uh, they all have their strengths, but I'm taking Euron. I'm taking Euron, too. Uh, uh, all right, Kevin. So Euron is obviously the MVP. Let's move on to a couple other uh, categories. Rookie of the Year candidates. Uh, there was nobody new, right? Um, I don't think so. I didn't get anybody new. So, But we did have Hot Pie, who's up Oof. for Comeback Player comeback of the player. Year. Which Absolutely. means you've been gone for ten or more episodes. I think he's been gone for ten or more. Pretty sure. We're gonna oh, go yeah. ahead and put him in that category. Uh so Hot Pie, you know, he may be the only one. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> who uh I love it. Who gets the maybe Barrick was Barrick uh Barrick might be a comeback. But... That's that's a good play. That's a good point. And Ma- you know, you'd love to see Jorah get healed and come back, but that won't be a comeback because he won't be eligible. It was less than 10, 10 episodes. Right. Like that's we have different definitions for it. Barrick and Hot Pie, but I think Hot Pie, he's the, uh, the strong he's the, front He's runner. the leader in the clubhouse. Leader yeah, in the absolutely. clubhouse, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. Kevin, let's move on to the Hall of Fame. And uh, this is, of course, voted on by the Baseball Writers Association of Westeros. And the qualifications <laughs> to be entered into the Hall of Fame is you must be dead. We have mm. uh, two qualifiers, both Sand Snakes, Nymeria and Obara. Not sure which one's which. I think Namiri is the <laughs> one with the whip and Obar is the one with the spear. Could Let's be wrong. Could be wrong. We're going to go with that. Uh, Kevin, can you 
just play devil's advocate. Oh, man. And give the case for either one of these sand snakes to be entered into the Hall of Fame. Like, what have they really done? Let's think about this. They had some decent kills. They killed that. Uh, they killed a Lannister. They killed a Lannister. They killed that one guy, the the big, like, guard. Ariel oh, Hota. Ariel Hota. But that was a total, like, surprise attack. Bullshit. Uh, what they else did they uh, do? killed Tristan Martell. They killed Tristan, that little loser. They killed, uh, what's her face, the, the Marcella. Like, they didn't really. What have they really done? I haven't seen anything that interesting. And two of them, Andrew, two of the three sand snakes could not take down Euron. And not only that, like it wasn't even close. Like they didn't, it wasn't even like a good fight. Like, and he, he killed them with each of their own weapons. Like they're supposed yeah. to be a master of these weapons, and he killed yeah. them with a spear and then with a whip. That's that is next level, and it's very obvious that they do not belong in. I can't even. I can't even try. Uh, what's Maybe they killed they killed a few people we know, so they belong in the Hall of Fame. I don't know. I got nothing. They don't. They don't. They do not belong in the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. Okay, fair enough. Not, not, not a chance. Uh, we're gonna. Plus, they sucked. They sucked, <laughs> right? Can we talk except about for Tyene, right? Except for Tyene. I mean, like she's the she's the one that's okay. Like, this, like the Sand Snakes as a body, like as a as a as a as team. A, Maybe as if Obara goes solo, you might be in. Or, I mean, if. Uh, Tyene goes solo, you might be into that. Like, you're not into sync, but, like, Justin Timberlake now. Like, like Justin's actually kind of cool. He's like, all right. He's, he's all right. He's a pretty good actor, too, and, like, he hosts those shows, and they're pretty good. So, so like, <laughs> Tyene on her own, like, you know what? She's all right. You never know. The solo act might be good. The solo she act might be, be She might be all right. Well, anyway, she, she might, got captured might. by uh, by Euron, so it's probably not going to go well for her. I can't imagine that it is. No, she's sisters. not. she's not long for the... For the Westerosi world. No, her two sisters are on the uh, bow of Euron's ship. By the way, his ship, awesome. Oh, that ship is so awesome. I We talked about it last episode being awesome, and then it got way more awesome. <laughs> that ship is so cool. What is that thing called? The, like, ramming deal? And then it has, like, the, the drawbridge drop? Yeah. And, oh. I don't know anything about boats, but I want one of those. I want one of the exact model. I'll, maybe a little smaller, because, you know. That's a big boat. Okay, Kevin, uh, let's move on from the Hall of Fame and into our segments here. Uh, this first segment, I'm going to let you take over. You kind of know the uh, background, uh, and then we'll kind of fill it in. So I'm going to let you. This is uh, the Westerosi Baked Goods segment. Of course, yeah. So doing a little reading on Hot Pie, as one does. And it turns out, Andrew, listeners might not know this. It turns out Hot Pie, like the char- the guy that plays Hot Pie, actually opened his own pop-up bakery in real life. Which and I'm... I called you on this, like, a, whatever, a few hours ago, and I was like, uh, Andrew, did you know that that dude that plays Hot Pie actually owns a bakery now? And you're like, no. And I'm like, guess what it's named? And you're like, I don't know. And I said, you know nothing, John Doe. D-O-U-G-H. D-O-U-G-H. Doe. Oh. You know, First of all, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, I just want some wolf blood. How much money do you think he made in Game of Thrones versus his pop-up bakery? Not much, either one. <laughs> 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 like hundreds of dollars, I think. Uh, I I love the idea that he did it though. I don't even care if it's any good. I would go just to like take a you know picture to say I was there, and I'm sure there's a lot of people doing that, right? 
So oh, that, I mean, it got that's, us thinking. Yeah, it's like the save by the Bell pop-up. You go to take pictures, and like, no, this is same deal. It got us thinking, what, uh, what, what is for sale there at uh, You Know Nothing John Doe? So we came up with our own concoctions that you can get at You Know Nothing John Doe. We don't actually know if this is true, but if we ran it, this is what we would do. And here was our rule, though. Neither of us could use the internet to come up with our answers. Right. So there's probably like 10 zillion billion different crappy named uh, (laughs) uh, food things out there that you could probably find on Pinterest or whatever. We did not. I swear to you, Andrew, I did not. Did you? No, no. That's why mine are terrible. By the seven. Mine are (laughs) not good either. (laughs) (laughs) This was such a better idea at the time. (laughs) It was. All right. So let me lead off. All right. Okay. Uh, so again, these are these are uh, uh, these are things you can find at at you know nothing John Doe. Custard's keep. Custard's keep. Okay. Right. Like red custard's keep, like the red keep. No, like like Craster's keep. Craster's. Oh, like Craster's. Hey, goddamn it! This is terrible. That didn't oh. even. <laughs> oh man. All right. Okay. Are, my, the next ones are a little more on the nose, so I think you'll be able to get. Okay. There. All right. Well, you got one. Uh. This is my okay. I've got one that's good. To Don't their qualify them. Say okay, it. say it. Hit me. Tyrion Masseuse. You mother! I swear to God, I'm showing you on the screen. That's my second one. Oh <laughs> really? Same shit. All right, so that's like the that's the same bad joke. <laughs> the, except a little except I had a little more explanation to it. Like they're mini tiramisu's. Tyrion Masseuse. Oh, see, they're that's mini. Better. All right, you, you thought through a little more than I did. Damn it! You're half I the can't size. <laughs> we had the same joke. It's a pretty terrible joke. All right, the next one. So you can't have a, a bakery without some coffee, right? Like something you know sure. to drink there. So I they're gonna serve Frey Pacinos. Frey Pacinos. Okay, I I can uh, I can get into how about that. that? Would uh, you would you take a, a tiramisu with a Frey Pacino, please? I think that sounds delightful. Okay, Frey Pacino. That sounds like a, a lovely Saturday morning. Yeah. Okay. What you got? Another one? Uh, this one, a little too on the nose, but I'm gonna go with it anyway, just because I wrote it down and I don't have anything else. Iron scones. Oh, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. That might like be that one might. Like, they may actually. That's that's such a bad joke that that might actually be something somewhere. If you Googled it, I bet it's out there. Right. Like that might be a little on the nose. I agree. And so honestly, Tyrion Masu, Tyrion Masu is probably out there too, since we both came up with it. Right. I have a feeling that. Custard's keep is an original thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's some like like marketing agency out there, and there's you know, some like dude who just walked in, like, uh uh, how about custard's keep? Kind of like craster, and then all like the, the goody two shoes at the front are like, yeah, right. No. Yeah, right. No way. All right, I got one more. Okay. Uh vanilla the wafers. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Vanilla the wafers. Yeah, just just the waif, the waifs. The waif. All right, I've got one more. It's a chocolate eclair without nuts. (laughs) I like that. And that's 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 for the uh, the unsullied. Yeah, just regular, no no nuts. (laughs) That's that's funny. That's funny. Okay. All right, that that one was that was a last minute one. Yeah, close out strong. That was that was the last one. Okay, Kevin. Uh, that's enough of Hot Pie's new store. If anyone gets a chance to go or finds out more information about this, uh, I'd like to see it. Uh, maybe we can get some stuff 
sent over. I know you can't send food. I think it's in London where they have this thing. But maybe we can just get a menu sent to us. Yeah, something. Maybe a little apron. That's all I want. Anything. 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 Yep. All right, Kevin, let's move on to the power rankings. Uh, and I think we have a drop for that. The power lies on their side. Go, go, power breakers. Okay, everyone. What I did is I gave out 10 people on Twitter. Uh, to, and I wanted you to rank them 10 to 1, or 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst, uh, for fighters in Westeros. I tried to pick what would be a consensus top 10. I did not include uh, Jorah, but mostly everybody else who you think would be in there is in there. Jorah's not. Okay. I don't think anybody would okay. be too disappointed with that. And uh, like I said earlier in the podcast, Kevin, I'm not happy with the outcome of this. This is I'm not, interested. This is not my top 10. But I'm going to jump right in. I'm going to let you react. Uh, some of these we'll spend more time on than others. But this first one we're going to spend some time on. Number 10, coming in last place, Euron Greyjoy. What? Right. Last place. So Euron took down two Sand Snakes, guys. Two Sand Snakes with their own weapons. He's also boarded a ship and, like, you know, with his, I don't know what the axe is, but that axe is killer. So it's like just him standing there with the axe with fire in the background should at least get him to seven. And then you see him in action, and I think you got to move that up. I now think he's top five. Th- I think he's got to be top five. But here's the thing. He's really good on the seas, okay? He was in his element. I kind of want to see him in a battlefield. And maybe we never will, but like I sort of understand the the hesitancy to put him up with like Brienne or you know whatever, because you haven't seen him in a one on one legit combat in a field with a sword or anything like that. He was fighting like you know the Sand Snakes. Let's let's be honest, okay? Uh, but you know what? We'll see. Well, I'm willing hey, to like let I'm, this. I'm be not a- gonna let anybody apologize for home field advantage. Duke <laughs> is only good at home, and they get ranked number one all the time. Good point. They never Good even point. travel. Like they don't they go never, outside no. of of Cameron Indoor unless they absolutely have to. And like if That's I was what, Euron, if I was Euron, I wouldn't leave the seas either. See, here's the thing though. He's gonna lose he's gonna lose first round of the tournament if he leaves the seas. So that's the that's the issue. Uh but he still he, should be higher than ten. I agree with that. I okay. agree with that. Let's move they're on. Still get, they're still getting top ten recruits every year. I mean right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm disappointed in that, but we'll move on to number nine, Jamie Lannister. Interesting. We don't know. I, I haven't seen him in real action with with the left. You know, he's been training with Braun and got pretty good. We haven't seen him recently. He's mostly just been riding around on a horse. He seems like the general type. Like I did my fighting already. Now I'm going to be the strategy guy. Like you, you know, advising. But definitely, Euron would destroy Jamie Lannister. Oh my God! Not close, right? Not close. Not so, close. Sorry. Yeah, Jamie got his hand cut off. Kind of ended his career. But may, you know, maybe he's got some fights in him. We, we don't know. Uh, moving on to number eight, Tormund. Hmm. Interesting choice. We haven't seen him lose, obviously. He hasn't really fought anyone one-on-one that is, like, super legit, though, has he? Yeah, the Karstark and Umber guys in the Battle of the Bastards last year. Yeah, I he mean, also, are they good? He also destroyed, yeah, I mean, they're names of houses. Like, they were head of household. That's big time. Okay. He also okay. uh, killed the uh, Lord of Bone with his bare hands. 
That's true. That was tight. Okay. We'll 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 let we'll let that stand. I I I think it's. Uh, I think he's in the right spot, but I don't think you should underestimate Torment. That feels right. That feels right. I, th- I think that's about right. All right. Moving on. Number seven, Dario. Yeah. I, okay. So Dario is a little sneaky. Plays a little dirty. I like that. That generally moves him up a spot or two because if he's fighting someone with honor, I'm gonna take him every time. So I generally kind of like the fact like. Dario versus Brienne would be a really interesting fight because Brienne's going to like bring this like traditional fight to, you know, you know, it's just like the, the hound. Like that was a good fight because they were both fighting the same way. But if you brought Dario versus versus uh, Brienne, I actually don't know how that would go. You know what I mean? It'd be an interesting fight uh, because she, you know, like he's going to do some some crafty stuff and she's not going to quite know how to deal with that. So and, and he did some good stuff in the Marine. I mean, he had that one, that one fight where he just threw the knife into the guy's face and and then took a pistol. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. I mean, that goes a long way. I mean, that is a that's a signature win. Definitely, definitely. on the He's road too. That. On the road. <laughs> that's something. The that's, committee you know, values road pretty. wins. Yeah, they do value that. That's that's a good point. They went on the road and got the win. I think he's uh I think he's probably in the right spot, but but as someone, he's a guy that could probably do some significant upsets against he, some of the people ahead of him. Right, and he not, could lose and I, to anybody on this list, but he could beat everybody anybody on this list. Exactly, exactly. Okay, yep. we're moving on to Grey Worm number six. I think he's middle of the road. He's not going to yeah. fight. He's going to fight with honor. Like he will fight with honor. So that I would, sets him back. I would take Dario ahead of him. Yeah, I agree. Okay. And I would definitely take Euron ahead of him. I'm not, I'm not, I'm still, I think right now, by the way, we got to figure out where we would slot Euron. Are you still moving him up from, from, I above? have him above everybody else that we've so mentioned far? so far. So okay, we're at, we're at number six, Grey Worm. So this is, this is about where we're, you know, the rubber's going to hit the road. Because you got to remember, remember Grey Worm, he's not the fastest, he's not the strongest, he's not the, the best. But he's got a lot of bravery, and bravery doesn't matter for shit against someone like Dario, who doesn't give a shit about your bravery. You know what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. And you know, Dario's watched him fight. Like he knows. He knows how. He to knows beat how. Him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, we're gonna move on to number five. This is a little uh, interesting, and I'm curious to know your thoughts. Number five is the mountain. Ooh, interesting. So is it like Zombie Mountain? Yeah. This is this is all current. This is all people who mm-hmm. are currently in the show at this moment. So it's not like the mountain in his prime. It's the mountain right now. So he counts as a person, right? We're gonna we're gonna allow that. Yeah, he's 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 up and at him. Okay. He's animated. Gonna... He he may not have warm blood running through his body, but he's he's up and at him. <laughs> he's got alkaline battery fluid running right. through his body. Uh, okay, so I'm willing to to allow him to be anywhere from one to five uh, because we haven't really seen him post whatever happened to him get going. We only seen him when he was alive and he was pretty damn good. Now we saw Oberyn was going to take him down, but uh, you know, he didn't. So that's whatever, you know, whatever he didn't do it. So, the mountain, I think you're, you're going to probably slot in this region somewhere. I think like Brienne versus the mountain, I'd have to take the mountain. 
because right. they're going to fight a similar way and she's not going to be able to get anything through that dude. And, and he strikes once. I mean, that's game over. To beat the mountain, you've got to be a guy like Oberyn. You got to be exactly speed. You got to bring the speed. Right. And, but Brienne's, Brienne could probably beat anybody on the list except for the mountain. Like, they're I, just, they're just, I agree with that. They play the same game, but the mountain's just better at it. I agree with that. Okay. Number four, Braun. Hmm. I, I definitely wouldn't put the mountain ahead of Braun. I mean, or Braun ahead of the mountain. Like, I think the mountain's definitely ahead of Braun. But, like, Braun, he's going to be Braun competitive. Could beat the mountain. Braun could beat the mountain in his own way. Like, that's a guy who's who's probably got enough uh, precision slash, uh, you know, bullshittery fighting skills. Little, like, learned on the streets type of guy. I like the guy that's learned on the streets against the guys that have learned, you know, in the, in the, the top houses. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so... I'm willing to sort of allow that a little bit, but I but think here, I'd still put the mountain ahead of him. But what about Euron? Is, is Euron ahead of the mountain, ahead of Bronn? No, I think I put Euron right around here. This feels about right. Okay, but not ahead. So like like six, ahead of Grey Worm. Yeah, definitely ahead of Grey Worm. Okay, I think I agree Does with that, that. That sound right? Yeah, that sounds right. All right, number three. This is one I have a huge problem with. Uh-oh. Jon Snow. What does not need to be this high? He got some no. high rankings. I think you guys are buying into this fairy tale. John's uh, the hero, and that may all be think. true, but that does not mean he's number three on the power ranked fighter list. Come on, guys. No, I mean, uh, he one hundred percent lost to the legend of Jin Ali, right? Right, like Carl Tanner he destroyed him. Lost Carl, to Carl Tanner, Tanner destroyed him. It wasn't even close. He was getting worked. And then what else have we seen? Who else have we seen him fight? We saw him fight like some walkers and stuff. Like that's cool, but we don't really know what those guys are made of. Uh, I mean, he you know battle the bastards. He, he did pretty good. That was badass. And you know he well he sort of did good. He did fine. They were but he did lose, pretty though. sweet. He did a pretty good job against Ramsey with the with the bow and arrow thing. That was kind of tight. I'll give him that, like for for like walking up with the with the uh, or not with the bow and I mean, arrow with the he shield. He had some swagger. He had some swagger there. That was the swagger points. I'll give him that. But like, there's no way he might be like nine for me. May, I, I'm I not even sure right. if he's on the list. Uh, well, he's he's on the list. I mean, he's he's got some some victories under his belt, so I think he makes the list. But I don't. I think I put him ahead of Jamie Lannister, but maybe that's it. Like Tormund would kill John. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think you're right. He's ahead of Jamie. He's like nine. Right. I think okay. so. Okay. Uh we've got two left. The hound is number two. Okay. He's that, I, he's you know, he's lost to Brienne. Yep. Uh, but he's got a couple other big wins. We're putting ahead of him putting him ahead of his brother, which is important. For you, uh, Clegane bullheads. Mm. Uh, but he's and he's also, you know, he's not a hundred percent because, like, he did get killed by Brienne. We thought he was dead. He got killed in the sense of he lost the fight. Uh, broke a lot of legs. He does have a little bit of a limp now. <laughs> he's got a more kind heart, which I don't like. I don't like that either. Well, I mean, I, I like it, but not in terms for of fighting. Fighting, for fighting, right? Yep. In terms of for handicapping this, so you know, the Hound is number two, but I think he's. Uh, he could lose. He could lose Here's that Here's the question. Clegane Bowl, uh, you put him up. Clegane Bowl, you're setting the odds right now. Neutral site. Not not in the middle of uh, King's Landing. Neutral site, in the middle of a cornfield. 
Who you got? Well, if we're doing it based on this, I think you give the Hound plus or Hound minus one thirty. Mm, I would take I would take the mountain. You take the mountain on that, like the yep. mountain mountain plus plus one ten. Yep. You take that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It looks like the two of them they probably you know they've sparred a lot. I presume right. So they probably know each other's strengths and weaknesses at some point to this, to some extent. They learned under the same people probably. So it's like fighting, you know, someone you know really, really, really well. Uh, and I, and and who do you give the odds to in that? In that, do you give it to the person that is probably bigger and stronger, or do you give it to the one who who might you know be a little bit more nimble but still play the same game? I think I'm giving it to the mountain. Okay. Okay, well, I, I'm still not giving up hope on a, on a full game bowl. I, I think that <laughs> the uh, showrunners seem to be giving people what they want, and uh, this is what they want. This is what we want. We this want is, it. Even if, like, it's not even part of Game of Thrones, like, just have it be its own thing. David, DB, make it happen. It's his own thing. So that's that, and that leaves number one, Brienne. I think... She's got too many good wins under her belt. She Home is, wins, road really wins. Well. She's she's well uh, well trained. She's you know it's yeah it's hard it's hard to knock her off until we see some something happen. I mean that's that's just reality. I think if you're again if you're if you're handicapping her versus the mountain, I'm taking the mountain. But until she it's it's like one of those things like preseason rankings still affect uh, in college basketball. Sure. Like if you were preseason number one, but there are three teams that are obviously better than you but you still haven't lost yet because you're duke and you play a shitty ass schedule you're still probably going to stay number one and like that's where brienne's at right now that's right so but we'll she see. hasn't played a shitty schedule she's actually played a decent schedule she's played a decent schedule so she's not going to go down until she loses she deserves it yeah she needs she needs to take an l before we, we put her down that's right uh, so we'll come back to this we may re revisit this next season to see uh where we are maybe somebody else pops up some of these people are probably going to die at some point We'll see what happens, but that is your uh, top 10 fighters of Westeros power ranked. I'll put this on the uh, Make Westeros Twitter account. That's at Make Westeros on Twitter, and we can all debate from there. But now let's move on to some wildfire hot takes. Wildfire. Stand clear. Stand clear. Right, Kevin, number one, you have uh, <laughs> a hot take about Defense contractors. Yeah, so Westeros clearly has been working on something to kill these dragons, right? We saw the dragon-killing crossbow thing. That Basically, it's like the thing that Joffrey used to, to shoot at prostitutes, but bigger. Like, that's really all it was. It was I wasn't that impressed with Westeros's, uh defense contractor teams. So I started thinking, okay, what else would I be having these guys work on? And of course, I had to come up with some names. So the the first one is Lockheed George R R Martin. That's number one. I like that. Uh, you like that? Uh, Ray Theon. Ray Theon is, is another one. And then uh, the Northrop Grumman remembers. Okay, so that's those are the the three the three defense contractors we're working with right now. And here's some things I want them to make. All right, I'm doing this for all all the teams. All the teams need need these things. Number one, we need those fire bombs. Like those little kids had at the tree, Andrew. 
You know what I'm talking about? Oh, we need those to get fireballs. Those. Yeah. Those were pretty killer, except we need legit athletes to throw them, not those little pansies. Yeah. Like, That's <laughs> you know what I'm true. You know we what need I'm like Clayton Kershaw out there throwing 99 miles an hour. <laughs> That's what we need. So they need to work on that and they need to work on the the athletes to throw them. But we need that. Andrew, we also know that that heat seeking missiles do not work against zombie ice dudes because they're not hot, right? So what I'm thinking is we need to design a cold-seeking missile. You know what I'm saying? I, I got it. <laughs> I, I got it. So there's like a heat-seeking missile, but we need like a cold-seeking missile. So we need to get Lockheed George R. R. Martin working on that. The problem uh, you may run into is it may hit the wall. Well, you know, the wall is like, really cold. You gotta you gotta have a few L's before you get the you know the beta version, and then eventually you kind of get the. So you got to practice, obviously. But we, we don't want there. the wall to fall down. We don't want that. That's true. Uh, okay, Andrew, we need something to attack Euron's ships, right? So first of all, nothing's going to attack those things because they're too awesome. So what I was thinking is uh, just trying to just make get some loudspeakers, just like wherever Euron's sailing and you don't want him to sail, just get some loudspeakers. And I tried to think, like, what would keep Euron away? Like, what kind of music would he just turn around and, like, I can't deal with this anymore? And the only thing I could come up with is K-pop. Like, K-pop? Well, I, I was thinking Yacht Rock. Like, Because okay, everybody's like, oh, let's go listen to some Yacht Rock on Euron's boat. And then Euron's like, no! Oh, we are not yeah. listening to Michael McDonald. <laughs> okay, I like that, too. K-pop or, or Yacht Rock. Either one, I think, would work to uh, to keep him away. Because that's all you can use. Because you're not going to use a weapon against him. Like, he's too strong in the seas. But maybe just, like, really shitty music would keep him away. Um so that's basically it. I mean, the other one, you got to like, this is more of like a serious one. We used wildfire twice for things that worked really well, right? It's wildfire worked. was it's really worked. good the first time. And wildfire was pretty damn effective the second time. And we know fire like messes with the ice zombies. Can we like get some more of that shit made up? You know what I'm saying? Like, won't there be like something to, to that wildfire? I don't know. I'm, it doesn't feel like they're, that's a thing that they're working on, but they should be. We need so. to bring the pyromancer back. He needs to start making the green stuff. You make the green stuff. Okay, that's it. Those okay, are my. So yeah, so Kyburn's not going to cut it. We need to, to to get some contractors out here to make some real, <laughs> some real right. weapons for. To, and really, we need to up Full this budget, missiles. up our military spending budget in Westeros because we need to make Westeros great. Right. All right. That's right. We're gonna move on. I just have a short little comment about Dragonglass. I think Dragon Glass is actually methamphetamine, and they're they're peddling it on the streets of King's Landing. It's like, just like, you want some Dragon Glass? You want some <laughs> Dragon Glass? And it's just like black methamphetamine, and then they smoke it, and it keeps the poor people poor. Like that's how oh, cool. they keep control of the population. Dragon that makes Glass. Sense. That makes sense. I like that. Oh, that's I have that's a hot, hot take, take I wanted. That's just a little hot take. I just came up with another hot take. Uh. This one's not on the list, but I was just thinking about it. So we saw a lot of war councils at play at this thing. You the know, like war, Yeah, lots of war councils. And I was thinking about this. I I wonder, I assume Donald Trump is like a Game of Thrones fan, right? Like, wouldn't you think that he would like the show? Anyway. You think he would? He mostly just watches Fox and Friends, but maybe he can <laughs> sneak it in. He doesn't watch it for the reasons like other people watches it watch it he watches it for like his own like weird reasons but either way he watches the show and i was wondering about this like i assume war councils like have pretty regimented 
like things that they do when they sit around and have a council and talk. But I, I kind of like to envision Donald and, you know, like General Mattis and McMaster sitting around a like a, a cartoon map of Iran and like moving around lion pieces. <laughs> That'd <laughs> like, be fun. Can you see that? Like yeah. I could, I could sort of see that. What is what is Donald's war piece though? Like, just what is his himself, piece? just his face. Just his face. Yeah, his face. I like that. And just like moves that. it around. Like just moves we it. should go to Oman. <laughs> I think we should go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, and just moves his piece around and knocks other ones over. Yeah, that's I, I just can sort of just see that happening. Sorry, I was just thinking about war councils and you know. Go ahead. What's your last uh, hot take? Well, okay, here's one I want to talk about translations. So we talked about earlier how the translation was, you know, it's not a male or female gender. It is. Uh, it could be the prince or princess. That was. Here, here's a hot take, and this isn't necessarily funny. This is, what if it's the translation so screwed up that it could be singular or plural? So it's both Danny and John. Okay. It's two people. So it's neither male nor female, neither singular nor plural in the translation. So it's mm. Danny and John have to do it together. Hmm. Interesting. Fan theory. I have no idea. That, I, I, I like don't know. That's, that's all. That's it. That's it. That's all I have. That's it. Okay. That's, right, that's the theory. That's <laughs> yeah. Just I like it. Just chew on that little nugget. Cause like we're focused on like who it is. Like what if it's like a couple or if it's like, could be plural too if they've already messed up the translation that's bad like what if it's a dire wolf yeah what if it just means like the person that was promised maybe it's it's not even promised like what if it's just a person (laughs) what if none of these words we're talking right now even mean anything right i mean why are we here uh andrew that was good Uh, nice wildfire hot takes there uh Shall we move on to the Book of Brothers? Yeah, this is the part of the show where we induct people into the Book of Brothers. Let me tell you how to get into the Book of Brothers. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave a comment. And if you leave a comment, we will put you, we will write your name into the wonderful Book of Brothers. Make sure to leave your name actually in the comment so we can get your name in and get you inscribed. First one is to Kevin. I believe Corey. Corey is our first inductee of the season into the Book of Brothers. And again, leave that comment, leave that five-star rating. Probably more likely to get read (laughs) if it's a five-star rating. Corey left us a five-star rating. Nice comment. So Corey of House Lombardo, also known as the Drum Slayer. So he's known the world over as the Drum Slayer, based there in King's Landing. He's the second most famous slayer you know to the king slayer but sure the king slayer you know he, he slayed a king but the drum slayer routinely also kills crowds of people by melting their faces off through drum solos on his hammered bronze snares tom toms and iron cobras so that is the uh cory the drum slayer cory the drum Lombardo. slayer love it love <laughs> it uh we're gonna he, just, he just bangs on stuff uh, he yeah just, see hey sometimes that's all it takes to get into the book of brothers Kills crowds. Kills, Kills crowds. crowds. Uh, we're going to do Brian. Big baller Brian <laughs> is now in the uh, the Book of Brothers. Uh, Big baller Brian was a Lannister soldier who was sent to the Riverlands uh, to keep the peace. Uh, one of his platoon mates became a really good singer, uh, and he followed that singer around uh, all over Westeros, setting up his microphones, setting up his amps, 
Someone's uh, and, got to. And really just taking the equipment from the stage to the truck, to the truck, to the stage, <laughs> over and over and over again. Yeoman's work, Big Baller Brian. Uh, and like we it. just like to applaud his work for doing that. For, Absolutely. Uh, for helping his buddy out. You know, they don't get enough credit. Don't get enough credit. Big Baller Brian deserves all the credit. If it wasn't for him, I mean, nothing would happen. We would nothing, never see the show. Nothing would happen. We would never see the show. Right. All right, there you go. Uh, Andrew, those were the Book of Brothers. Uh, congratulations, Corey and Brian, to, uh, with your uh, entry into the Book of Brothers. Uh, very, very important. If you, can, uh, if you too, want to be in the Book of Brothers, very simple. Just go out there, leave that iTunes comment, five-star rating in your name, and we will induct you at some point into the Book of Brothers. Andrew, let's talk about some It Is Known predictions. It is known. It is known. It is known. It is known. Okay, I'll go first. Grey uh, Worm's gonna die. Like, so, this is like, it's like in any horror movie, like, you get busy, like, you're gonna die. Like, that's just what happens. Yeah, so like I He should have known better. You're right. You're absolutely right. Like, just this is just plot building, like, 101. If you go and you, you finally get the one thing that you've sort of been wanting and you get it and people start to connect to you, like, you're going to die. Like, right. that's... And, and you're not an important character. Like, not which really. he's not. Like, does not he, really. is he really needed... Like, are we really going to need Grey Worm to go up to the wall to fight the White Walkers? I don't, I don't think so. Like, we, we only have so much screen time. We got to start weeding these guys out when the story converges all into one story. Yeah. Assuming everybody goes together to fight the White Walkers, like, Grey Worm is just going to get in the way. Yeah, I He's going to die. He, he gets his story resolved. Is Masande going to die, too? Like, maybe. Uh, probably. Do you think they go off together? Maybe they're, like, holding hands or something really super lame. We're not going to get that satisfaction. I hope not. Okay. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Anyway, there. Grey Worm going to die. That's a good one. Um, Andrew, you kind of put me on the spot. I forgot to do an It Is Known prediction. So Just I got do a it very, right now. Think, I got a very go. easy one first. Got it. Uh, okay. You know how the, like there's a there's a storm on Dragonstone right now? Like right. big storm. My prediction is that the, the storm is going to clear up and it's going to turn nice outside. Wow. Good one, think? Kevin. What do you think? Like the skies are just going to clear up eventually and it's going to be nice weather. Oh my, you are a just sage. Hey, you know what? Weather you predictions are, are not easy. Weather predictions are not easy. And You're I just a... gave you a legitimate prediction. All right. Here's a question. Will Tyrion's plan actually work? Just give me that answer. Like, will will the Unsullied actually go to Casterly Rock, and then will the other armies attack King's Landing? Like, will that actually work? I think I think the things will happen. I just don't know if they'll work. Like, there's got to be some more uh, strife against Team uh, Team Danny. Like, he's not just going to come in and, and mow over everyone, right? I think there's going to be some more stuff go down for her. And then eventually she, you know, finds her way out of it. I'm very interested in this John, uh, and Danny meeting though. Yeah. I had never thought about that. Um, you know, they had in the first episode, the guy like shaved the chest and, and give the Stark children baths. John needs that. Cause John looks a little dirty. 
Mm, he does need that. He needs he needs if to at least gonna, clean himself up before he goes and meets the queen. I mean, it's going to be a long road, though. Like, she'll probably understand. Like, it's a long trip. The Dragon Queen. Look at your Sunday best. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, hopefully he does that. You know, he's he'll, he'll have a, a traveling companion there, uh, maybe willing to shelve a few uh, shillings to go over to one of uh, Littlefinger's establishments and take a shower. That's that's what it's for. That's why you go, right? <laughs> that's, that's why you go. That's, that's why nice, I went. I just nice need to take a shower. shower. That's why I went. Just need a warm shower. Yeah. It's like uh, what's old Mrs. Coach? Is it Hugh Freeze? Yeah. It was a, it was a butt dial. It was a butt dial. Oh I yeah, like, no way, I, no way I would do that. It was a total butt dial. Like why would I ever do that? It was. <laughs> I was just going to the I was just going to the brothel for a shower. Get off me. <laughs> that's right, Kevin. Well, uh, we'll see what happens. Two of the sand snakes are dead. Uh, I think that's a good thing going forward. Yeah, uh, and we'll have Danny and John meet next week. Hopefully, John is showered and in ship shape. Uh, <laughs> and uh, let's just take a moment and appreciate Euron a little bit because I don't think that he's getting the love that he deserves. I agree. I agree. I have a feeling we're probably gonna like walk this back at some point. Because he's done something like that is awful and terrible, and everyone on the internet freaks out and says that the that the the double D's are uh, are out there, you know, some problematic uh, issues of God knows what, and it's a television show. But I think that's probably going to happen, and I have a feeling Euron's going to be a part of it. But until then, I, I'm Team Euron. I love it. Okay, Kevin, we'll see you next week. Until then, Valar Magolis. Valar Dahiris.